Now, there's obviously plenty of reasons to want to live in South Florida and coach in this organization, but I'm curious which of those reasons was most important to you. You're right. There's a lot of reasons, but most importantly to me at this time is that I think there's a quality football team here that has great potential, and hopefully we can untap that potential and have a good season. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. This is Drive Time with Travis Wingfield. Back to throw Tua, looking. Flips it down the wide open! <laughs> Touchdown, Tyreek Hill! Unbelievable! Just flew by him for a second time. Tua knew where he was going right away. How the hell is that little man? I really hope you soon jump on his bandwagon. Waddle, waddle. Tua, shotgun, back to throw, looking, steps up, fires, touchdown, the guy! It's Waddle, his sixth touchdown pass of the day. Drive time with Travis Wingfield begins now. Let me check your pulse if you're not fired up. What is up, Dolph fans, and welcome to the Drive Time Podcast, part of the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network, covering your team, your Miami Dolphins. How's it going, everybody? I am your host, Travis Wingfield, and on today's show, I catch up with new Dolphins defensive coordinator Vic Fangio. Coach is in the building, plus we'll pull quotes from the guys who played under coach at his past stops, including three prominent coaches who listed Fangio as the toughest defensive coordinator to play against and to game plan against in their pro careers. From the Baptist Health Studios inside the Baptist Health Training Complex, this is... The Drive Time Podcast. That's another Miami Dolphins. Let's go ahead and play my interview with Dolphins defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. What's up, Dolphins? I'm Travis Wingfield, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, new Dolphins defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Coach, welcome to the Miami Dolphins. Thank you. Great to be here. We're very happy to have you in. And you've obviously spent, you know, much of your life and career in the National Football League, but never before has your journey brought you down here to Miami. Now, there's obviously plenty of reasons to want to live in South Florida and coach in this organization, but I'm curious which of those reasons was most important to you. You're right. There's a lot of reasons, but most importantly to me at this time is that I think there's a quality football team here that has great potential, and hopefully we can untap that potential and have a good season. In your experience when moving to a new team, looking for players for your defense, what stands out most about those incumbents that you like? Is it talent? Is it fit? Is it coachability? Well, it's all that, but I, I really like to have the wipe the slate clean, and I don't really like to watch too much of what they've done in the past. I like to get out there, work with them, and form my own opinions without being influenced by what may have happened in the past. But obviously, if we have a, uh, a free agent that we're thinking about, you know, signing that one of our current players that contracts up, you know, and the Chris and management want my opinion, I'll look at them, but. I like to give everybody a clean slate and form my own opinion. Now you mentioned free agency, the draft coming up, obviously team building season, but before that, rounding out your coaching staff and as you build out your defensive staff, what are some of the traits that are most important to you as you and Coach McDaniel look to keep your staff together here and build around those guys or bring in new coaches? Yeah, we're looking for good teachers, One, you know, guys that can install the defense, teach the players what we're expecting from them, both from an assignment and technique standpoint and then get those techniques taught on the field well enough to where they show up in the game. So it's teacher first and foremost. Obviously, you got to do a good job relating to the players to get that taught. But everything that is involved with teaching and coaching players is what we're looking for. 
And we've seen the concepts and rules of, let's call it the Vic Fangio defense, kind of trickle down throughout the National Football League over the course of the last several years. As you kind of step back and see the footprint that you've left on the, on the NFL, do you take a sense of pride in that? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's, I guess, uh, imitation is the best form of flattery that, or something like that. But, you know, I'd prefer it not being that way because, uh, you know, offenses get used to uh, attacking it. And so we always have to adjust and come up with new things. But, yeah, I think it's uh, good that teams have tried to copy it to some degree and, um, you know, because they've seen it be successful. Often imitated, never duplicated, right? That's how it goes. That's what you want to that's right. Hallmark of your defense. So you were able to take some time away this year and, and not be involved with the team, you know, through the, most of the season until the Eagles last uh, couple of weeks for the Super Bowl. Uh, what did you take from that time away? Uh, it was a good time. I, I spent it well. I uh, treated it like a college professor on a sabbatical. I had a full video set up of everything in the league, just as if I was a coach in somebody's office. And I uh, studied a lot of different situations and facets of the game and it was very very good for me and already come up with a new coverage or two that uh, like I'm anxious to try out. So that's that's one of those things where you take some time off but you can never really get the coach out of the coach you're always looking at tape right? Oh yeah it was time off but um, I used it well. Sure that makes a lot of sense so switching up to some non-Dolphins defensive topics here the Dolphins had their best offensive output last season in 25 years when you take a look at this Dolphins offense what are some things that would maybe keep some defensive coordinators up at night? Well I think it starts with their receivers you know Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill they're two great receivers and Tua had a nice year going when he was healthy and Mike does a good job mixing things up both from a formation and play standpoint and uh, they're a tough offense to handle. So we also got some very exciting news here in Dolphins land the last week in that linebacker Zach Thomas was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now you coached against him back when he was playing, and I'm curious as a defensive genius, I'm sure you appreciate his talents. What are some of the things that you remember about his career in the National Football League? Yeah, very instinctive player, very tough. And I think those are two of the two most important qualities for an inside linebacker. And he excelled in both those areas. And when I meet him, I want to see if he has any time left, uh, if he's got any plays left in him. <laughs> maybe he does. He's in great shape. I saw a video of him at the Hall of Fame. He looks pretty good these days. Good. So maybe give him a call. Last one for you here, Coach. What are you most looking forward to about joining the Miami Dolphins? You know, just to get this franchise back to the heights that it had in years past, um, I think the NFL is a better league when the Dolphins are contending. And uh, we hope to get it back there. I think we all agree on that. That's all I have for you today, Coach. Appreciate your time today. Dolphins defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Thank you. So there you go. Fun conversation with the Dolphins' new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. It's still surreal seeing him in the building and you know, knowing what he has accomplished in this league, what he brings with him, and the, just the respect that he garners in terms of what he's accomplished in the National Football League. Really cool to see his presence in the building. Cool to get a chance to meet him. Very nice guy. And I cannot wait to see what he has in store for us with his defense through OTAs, through training camp, and into the regular season. You guys know my favorite nugget in there was him saying, cooked up a couple of new coverages I can't wait to see uh, when we roll out here in, in minicamp and training camp uh, from his time away this past season away from the National Football League. So great stuff there. Hope you all enjoyed that. You can see the, the interview up on YouTube as well. So go check that out and just maximize those numbers, guys. Like, you know, good numbers help me, helps the team, helps the content team really get our, uh, 
our Boston Press. So go check out the YouTube video as well as the podcast version here. Uh, we really appreciate that. In the meantime, let's go ahead and take our first break and come back on the other side and do some testimonials. I went around the web and found a bunch of quotes from players and coaches who have worked with and played for Coach Fangio. That's next, Drive Time Podcast. Your host, Travis Wingfield, brought to you by AutoNation. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We heard from the man himself. We talked about his defense. We produced plenty of content that we can dive into over the course of the offseason with regards to this big-time get, a big fish officially reeled in for the Miami Dolphins. And, man, this team just keeps getting their guy. McDaniel, Teron Armstead, Tyreek Hill, now Vic Fangio. There's more star power here than we've had in a long, long time. So having all this experience and all these accomplishments, Coach Fangio has left a lasting impact on the National Football League. So I wanted to explore some of the comments from his peers, his contemporaries, his adversaries, and everything in between all of that. Let's go ahead and start with my favorite one here from an ESPN story back in 2021. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan, and Rams head coach Sean McVay all were asked the same questions in this piece. And one of those questions was, which coach's defense is the toughest to read and attack? I'm going to go ahead and read these for you guys word for word here. LaFleur, there are so many guys and every system is different, but I look at Vic Fangio. Just the fronts and multiple looks you get from him, they're incredibly difficult. And he talks about the Colts as well. Shoot, Indianapolis last year knew exactly what we are going to do. We didn't have a lot of success against them because they were so sound. Kyle Shanahan, my hardest has always been Vic Fangio. He does so many things with his personnel groupings that he puts you in a bind with protections. He ties a lot of stuff together. Playing against him, I feel he packages stuff very similar to how I would think. Bill Belichick is very similar. They do it in a different style. You know, they don't just run their defenses. They figure out what you're doing, and then they think about how to stop what you're doing, and that's very similar to how I am. I don't just run my offense. I have no idea what I'm going to call until I know what defense I'm visualizing and trying to attack. It's fun. And that is very similar to what we heard from, obviously, head coach Mike McDaniel throughout the course of the 2022 season. And, of course, him being with Kyle Shanahan for almost two decades, it makes a lot of sense. Now, Sean McVay, for us, I think Fangio and the Bears did an outstanding job of a sound scheme with versatility mixed with great players. And clearly what New England did on the stretch was impressive. This is about the 2018 season. Those are the two defenses that gave us the most trouble. I thought the Saints were excellent as well. The first paragraph of a story from The Athletic from the great Ted Wynn alluded to that story up on ESPN. And Ted continues spelling out the 2018 Rams Super Bowl team that hit a snag in their Week 14 game against Fangio's defense and the Chicago Bears. And that game ended 15-6 in favor of the Bears, just as the Rams' second loss of the season and just six points in a game after entering with an average of 34.9 points per game that year heading into that contest. They would then go on to score 23, 31, 48, 30, and 26 points all before their birth 
to the Super Bowl that year. And there, Wynn writes, is where the Patriots' defensive game plan centered around similar tactics, namely a tilt front on early downs, a 6-1 look that had Donta Hightower as the only off-ball player in the box. They snuck the big nickel down and Patrick Chung to account for added gaps from all the tight formations they run, the 12 personnel condensed sets from that McVay offense. I won't go too much further into this, but the original story on The Athletic is titled Vic Fangio, the most influential DC in the modern NFL. So you have Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl taking what he saw on that Bears tape from Vic Fangio and applying it to win a championship. I mean, does that not get you very excited? Because it does for me. Another big name who sung the praises of Coach Fangio is Brandon Staley, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. I think we'd all agree the defensive game plan that they gave the Dolphins this year, you know, the healthy Dolphins offense, the most fits they saw all season, was a great plan implemented by Staley and those Chargers. From this piece on ESPN, Fangio discussed the occasions where people in the NFL will reach out to him looking for input on who might be the next coaching gem. And Fangio was quoted here saying, they'll ask, do you have another Brandon Staley for us. The story continues detailing Staley's old school approach to physical defense, but with the youthful outlook on analytics and player relationships. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? The Broncos traded for linebacker Kenny Young at the deadline that season. He came over from the Rams where he played under Staley, or this past season, I should say. He said this about Coach Fangio. Well, um, I've gotten a chance uh, to really, you know, get into his head a little bit, uh, spending time with him over the past uh, few weeks of uh, seeing his overall ph- philosophy of what he think of a defense. But, um, man, I, I always knew he was a great coach because, you know, we had Staley last year, uh, Brandon, and uh, basically he was the father of what Staley brought to to the Rams. So it really was a lot of carryover. Uh, but he's a very brilliant coach, very smart, um, thinks out the box. And I think one of the things I respect most about him is that he put his players where they're at best. And on matchups, whether it be within scheme, um, you know, that's one thing you really, really don't take for granted as a player because in a lot of situations, guys be out of out of place and uh, it doesn't gel well. But um, he's uh, he's 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 been helping us a lot, helping me a lot tremendously, and uh, just 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 allowing me honestly to go play too. You know, I think he has that trust. But um, man, I just just excited that you know I came here and uh, I was able to help the team uh, very very early, uh, continue to learn and uh, learn from him. And just continue to build this thing with my guys. What do you say we get the quote from Staley on Fangio? There's not anyone I have more respect for in the NFL than Vic, and I definitely know we're going to face a team that's going to be as well-prepared as any team will play because that's a hallmark of a Vic Fangio team, Staley said about the Broncos back in 2021. Just the consistency he brings to the office with his process and the energy he puts into the game plan and practice, the level of detail and focus he has, every player knows there is nobody working harder in that building than Vic Fangio. He's a complete coach, and I got to see that he's as good as it gets in the NFL, end quote. I've got more sound here from Brandon Staley talking about Vic Fangio. Here's the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers talking about the defensive coordinator of your Miami Dolphins. Yeah, Vic, I mean, Vic means a lot to me. I mean, as much as anybody in the NFL that I've been able to work with, um, he's made uh, a huge impact on, on the way I coach, um, the way I view the game. And, you know, he certainly stood the test of time in the NFL. And I just really admire his path. You know, he didn't have an easy path to coach him. And he just has an incredible work ethic, incredible focus. I think he's really global with the game, being able to change with the game. Uh, wherever he's been, they've had 
incredible defenses, starting with the Dome Patrol. You know, that linebacking crew that he had with the Dome Patrol, I don't think people remember that group of four guys were his guys, you know. And, um, you know, Von Johnson, Sam Mills, Pat Swilling, Ricky Jackson. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Ricky Jackson, a Hall of Famer, and Pat Swilling, a Defensive Player of the Year. And, um, you know, and then he became a D coordinator with the, the Carolina Panthers, an expansion team, and um, they led the NFL in sacks. Kevin Green was Defensive Player of the Year, a Hall of Fame player, uh, you know, and – you know, he's just stood the test of time. He's been, you know, uh, you know, obviously those San Francisco defenses he had in the, you know, the 2010 that kind of decade. I mean, that those groups were as good as any in the last 20 years with, you know, Navarro and Pat and Alden Smith and Justin Smith and uh, that group of players. And and what he's done is he's been able to evolve and and grow as a coach wherever he's been. And he's been able to move with the dynamics of the NFL in terms of the offensive explosion in the league. And, and so that's something I've always taken away from him. And I was fortunate to be with him in Chicago. And a lot of people talk about our group at the end of Chicago. We were number one. But when he got there, they, he, you know, they were the worst defense in the NFL when he got there. And then he got them kind of mid, midway, you know, halfway um, in his first two years. And then we were in the top ten my first year with him. And then we were the best defense the second year. And then we went to Denver. We were in the top ten. And he's got another top ten group this year. And, uh, you know, just the consistency and performance, um, he – you know, I was a Division three assistant coach, and for one of the best coaches of the last 30 years, um, to see something in you and to, to take that chance on you when so many others wouldn't, um, you know, in a place like Chicago that's known for defense, to be able to, hey, I'm going to hire this guy that no one's ever heard of um, to coach the position that I coach, and he's an outside rusher coach. So I always took that really seriously, that I'm coaching the position that he coached, and I just I had a front row seat to uh, an incredible football coach. And um, he's certainly the reason why I was able to become a D coordinator with the Rams because the amount of respect that Sean and all the offensive coaches in this league have for him. And I wouldn't be um, where I am today without him, you know, because I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity with Sean if it weren't for Vic. I want to read this final takeaway from the win story, which features analysis and thoughts from some of the most prominent X's and O's content creators out there in the business. Fangio's system is being popularized at a time when we are seeing an influx of blue chip quarterbacks in the league. The goal playing against Mahomes, Josh Allen, and other top quarterbacks has shifted from trying to shut them down to slowing them down and testing their patience. Fangio's system is built to do just that. It has the ability to create confusion that can lead to drive-killing negative plays. Let's go ahead and read some testimonials here because that's pretty good, but I want to go to the players here real quick. Former Broncos outside linebacker Vaughn Miller, having a guy like Fangio here is amazing. We've got answers to anything any offense can do. I'm pretty excited for the 2019 season when he got when he got hired there by the Denver Broncos. Let's hear a little bit more here from former Broncos outside linebacker, former Rams outside linebacker, and now currently with the Buffalo Bills, Vaughn Miller. Here he is talking more about Vic Fangio. Um, yeah, I was here. On the, I was here for the press conference, and um, it's the same guy that everybody saw in the press conference was the same guy that we saw this morning. And I think uh, that's a compliment. You know, you don't want this guy to be in a press conference and then get in front of the team, and it's this guy. And when you one on one with him, he's this guy. And it's not the case with Coach Vic. And I knew that um, from all the players that that he's coached with that I've that I'm familiar with. I knew he was that type of guy, and you know, he was he was definitely that today. You know, technique assignment. Um, you really just keep everything simple, but it's easier said than done, you know. Um, and uh, Coach Fangio, he's he's all about that technique, assignment, um, intensity, effort, and um, you know, I, I like that. You know, he's a he's an outside linebacker guru, and you know he's 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 up next with me. 
Former Bears outside linebacker Khalil Mack. He challenges you quietly. He has his own little swag about him, that Italian mafia kind of swag to him. I love it. I love it, he says. Former Bears cornerback Prince Amukamara. They're going to get a leader, talking about the Broncos, and they're going to get somebody who cares for them. They already have a history of a great defense. All of that will be enhanced. And again, he's talking about when Fangio was hired to the Denver Broncos back in 2019, talking about taking that defense to another level. Obviously, the hope is that's what happens here in South Florida with the Miami Dolphins. And this defense, which we all have talked about, has a lot of talent in terms of the personnel on this Miami defense. Former Bears and Broncos linebacker Danny Trevathan said this, The good thing about playing for Vic Fangio is that there was always something you could learn. He's coached some of the greats at linebacker. When a guy like that is talking, a person in that position listens because that's where I want to see myself. Former Bears linebacker Samuel Acho, I spent four years playing for the Bears, four years playing for Vic Fangio, and he always was the same guy every single day. He's a very stoic guy, but I think people realize how passionate, how loving, and how caring he is. I consider him a friend. He's the first one in the building, last one out. He prepares so meticulously that you know as players that you're going to have a chance to win every Sunday. You realize you're around greatness, end quote. How about former Bears defensive tackle Akeem Hicks and free agent this year? I'm sure every defensive coordinator shows the players how they want it done and what they're looking for, but he has a special way of doing it. One of Vic's strengths is he doesn't ask more of you than what you have. He doesn't put you in compromising situations. He puts you in a spot so you can play to your strengths, end quote. More from Hicks. This kind of reminds me of 2013 when I was in New Orleans and being able to adjust and go inside sometimes, go back outside, so they really can't get a beat on you. Vic's defense in general, it just makes guys look good, end quote. Former Niners safety Dante Whitner, when Fangio was announced as the Broncos head coach, said, congrats to the smartest coach I ever played for, the wizard, Mr. Fangio, on becoming the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Former Niners linebacker Navarro Bowman said, he's a great human being, what you see is what you get with Vic, end quote. Obviously, a very, very respected coach around the National Football League has a certain level of affinity from the ex-players that he has coached, and you kind of see it coincide with the quality of players that he's been around, like Navarro Bowman, like we talked about, Khalil Mack. Everyone on that list we just talked about was a very, very good player at one point in their career, or maybe even still is, and those guys really seem to appreciate what Vic Fangio brought to the table Uh, in terms of what he did for their careers, what he did for the defenses they were a part of, and just the way he cared about them as humans. So really good stuff there from his ex-players, Coach Fangio. And let's go ahead and take a break here. I want to come back on the other side and take a look at how Coach's defenses performed against the quarterbacks in the divisions that he was a part of, the AFC West and the Denver Broncos from 2019 to 2021, and of course the Chicago Bears in the NFC North from 2015 to 2018. We'll talk about that next here. Drive Time Podcast, your host, Travis Wingfield, brought to you by AutoNation. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
And earlier, I mentioned a quote about how tough Fangio can make life on opposing quarterbacks, testing their patience, and eventually capitalizing on the fact that they made it a rock fight with one or two big takeaways to keep the score close against these quarterbacks that are very, very difficult to beat. So I got to thinking about the quarterbacks he saw the most, and I found that all but one opposing division rival quarterback posted lower numbers to their career averages against Fangio-led defenses, both with the Bears from 2015 through 2018 and his three years in Denver. What say you we explore that research project? Patrick Mahomes, 2019 through 2021 with the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mahomes is one of three quarterbacks right now in the NFL with multiple MVPs and multiple Super Bowl championships. How about that? Uh, In six career games against Fangio's Broncos, Mahomes had a cumulative passer rating of 98.1. His career rating is 105.7. The lowest single-game passer rating of Patrick Mahomes' career came on December 5th, 2021, when he had a 57.3 passer rating against Fangio's Broncos defense. Justin Herbert, just two years because he was drafted in 2020, so 2020 through 2021 against Vic Fangio, In four career games against Fangio's Broncos, Justin Herbert had a cumulative passer rating of 93.5. His career rating is 96.2, so three points lower. Derek Carr was the only one who had a better passer rating than his career average. He was plus 4.7 versus the Broncos between 2019-2021 compared to his career figure. And you know what? Early in Carr's career, he he struggled, so that's, to me, a little bit inflated. Uh, I didn't do this, but I think if you look back at cars like three years prior to that and then the next three years you might get a different stat on that Um, but quarterbacks in the nfc north same story aaron Rodgers from 2015 to 2018 and this is a guy that has traditionally owned the bears right in seven games against fangio's bears Rodgers has a passer rating of 99.1 his career rating is 103.6 and those his actually touchdown interception ratio in those six seven games was really really good but his yards per attempt was like super low. So that patient style of forcing him to be patient and take the whole field worked in that in that sense. Uh, Matthew Stafford of the 2015 through 2018 Lions. Seven career games against Fangio's Bears defense. Stafford posted a rating of 86.4. His career rating is 90.9. And again, Stafford early on struggled. So again, that's the same thing with Derek Carr there. That's an even better number if you ask me. And then the Vikings had various quarterbacks, too small of a sample size for any one of them over that time period. I think for now, that about covers it. We will have the Vic Fangio introduction press conference for you guys on Monday. That is at 11 a.m. is the scheduled time for that. It will stream on the YouTube channel on social media, and we'll have it covered for you guys right here on Drive Time, breaking it down after that press conference wraps. And I believe we should hear from Mike McDaniel as well. I will submit a mailbag and get your questions for the podcast. I want to hear from y'all. We'll have plenty to come this offseason, so make sure to smash and obliterate that subscribe button up on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. Follow me on Twitter at WingfieldNFL. Follow the team at Miami Dolphins. Check out the Fish Tank Podcast, all the international podcasts within our network. We are growing and expanding and look forward to a fun year of content this year. Check out the YouTube channel for media availabilities. Dolphins Today, there's all kinds of fun content up there for you guys, including some combine content coming your way here later on this month. And last but not least, MiamiDolphins.com. Until next time, fins up, Caroline and Cameron. Daddy's coming home.